Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss teen content. Yes. This week, uh, we are doing a throwback, uh, a show called The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Uh, But first, uh, we have some important people to welcome to our listenership (laughs) that Jane Jane might want to talk more about. Uh, All right. Last episode, we spoke with Selena Qureshi, who was... Incred, and uh, because of that, a whole slew of Save the Society teens have have started interacting with us on Twitter, and and some of them even listen to the podcast. Uh, I think they were more interested in getting Selena's take on what was going to happen with the show. But it's been great seeing them on Twitter, and yeah, welcome. I'm I hope a- you consider sticking <laughs> around for other. I'm other a little. Stuff. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid of them. Jane also. Okay, we we love the Save the Society fandom, but Jane also was like, we will all die at this person's hand. Like, oh for sure. We we respect your power, and we're also afraid of you, just like we're afraid of all teenagers. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I did walk past a bunch of Upper West Side teenagers yesterday, and I was really afraid. Like they were standing in two clumps. Um, right by Central Park, and I was afraid of them, and I walked faster, um, hoping that no one would look at me and my old dried-up body. Um. <laughs> you look like a, a teen teenager. at times, so I feel like you could blend no. in with the crowd. You could just slip in with your white sneakers and your track pants and your candy in your pocket. Uh, and stop. I oddly like, hey, was like, hey, I dude. wish I was wearing sneakers because I wasn't at the time, but I saw their <laughs> outfits, and like that's what I had hoped. Um, but you know, I, you know, I wish I had had a friend with me to remind, to, to be a pack with me. Mm -hmm. Um, so speaking of teen squads, you should introduce our guest this week. All right. Adrian Lotto is a New York based classical singer who thanks to the pandemic is currently working full time as a copywriter for a snack food company. She has also been my BFF since we met in Hebrew school in third grade. Hello, Adrian. Hi. Hi, Adrian. We're super happy to have you. Um, We always like to ask our guests one quick question. What type of teen were you when you were a teen? Um, (laughs) I've thought about this as I am a devoted listener. So I've had yes. some time to do some self-reflection. And I think <laughs> the most accurate description would be choir teen. Yes. Because, oh, yeah. well, obviously I sang in a lot of choirs. And to me, what that means is simultaneously feeling superior to everyone around me while also having very little awareness of how lame I was. Um, And to me, there's also, there's some crossover with like musical theater teen, but I Mm -hmm. thought that I was better than them because I could like read music and I I found them annoying. Oh shit, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did the choir teens and the band teens hang out in the same places at your school or did you guys have a big band program or not really um not really I mean we didn't actually have a big music program 
there would be like a handful of people every year who would like take it seriously and do like the region gotcha all state sort of thing but um it wasn't like a robust presence in the school i would say yeah yeah um this this show that we're doing this week definitely has stirred up a lot of like music program teen memories and i actually when i when i was at my second high school for the second from 10th to 12th grade the choir teens and the band teens hung out and the theater teens all kind of overlapped and like kind of almost too on the nose like a lot of us ate in the music room for lunch just because like it was like a bigger and less noisy space than the cafeteria so we truly soaked in the culture of as you said feeling superior because you have a skill but also like being a huge loser <laughs> um something mm-hmm. that the show deals with i feel um but jane you thought you thought it was march already today correct <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. When uh, in second grade, a teacher told us that you should always say rabbit on the first day of the month as the first word. And I swear to God, I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm going to give myself good luck and say rabbit. And then I looked at the zoom call for Issa and I was like, February 27th. Okay. So maybe that's extra bad luck. What's the mythology? What's the mythology there? There isn't any. It was just Miss Gallant saying. I thought it was rabbit rabbit. Yeah. People say that. I thought it was just a new year's day thing. In like Spain, <laughs> see, I mean, Miss Gallant, if you're Gallant listening, it. <laughs> if you're listening to this, well, you probably have a lot of thoughts. Anyway, when this uh, episode comes out, it will be March. It will be the first week of March, and which is Women's History Month. This Women's History Month, we are celebrating Shaylee Shaylee Woodley. God, uh, <laughs> which means every week we will do a Shailene Woodley featurette. Our first show is the Secret Life of the American Teenager, which is actually her big her big break, wouldn't you say? Um, it's the first time I'd ever known she existed. I didn't know I didn't know this show existed, and so it's a great walk back. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually didn't hear about it because it was in oh eight. I um, I wasn't in the U.S. yet. Uh, so you know what's f- oh, go ahead. funny? Sorry to interject, but when watching the show, I literally recognized all of the actors, <gasps> but they have done nothing. They've only yeah. done the show, and the reason why I recognize them is this commercial played incessantly. <laughs> oh, so for the it was such a, for the show for whatever what, was it? APs ABC. Oh my God. It was That's ABC like Family. Every time, every time I watch family. like seemingly anything, the trailers for The Good Doctor are always playing. <laughs> I like I'll never watch it they'll never make me watch it but I know what the guy looks like and also like mm-hmm. his love interest maybe I don't know um anyway Shailene Woodley who we love and are celebrating this month uh <laughs> is an actress film producer and activist from San Bernardino California um she began modeling at the age of four thank you Wikipedia um and she was 17 when this show came out that's unreal unreal um, she then sort of her rise to stardom was traced both by this show, which lasted a long time. And then also the descendants, which I never watched in 2011, but she got a golden globe for best supporting actress nomination, sorry, for best supporting actress. Um, what, what are your, like, 
I want to know more about this podcast's Shailene Woodley lore. Like, when did you first notice her? How do we feel about her? Well, personally, I think like you, Jane, I um, I was aware of the show when it came out because of the <laughs> incessant commercials on ABC Family, <laughs> which I would... I don't know why I watched it. It wasn't like... It was something I would sort of like shamedly watch after school, like when I got home from school, um, like trying to not let my brother see that I was watching ABC Family because it was playing like Full House and other things that I was embarrassed to be watching. Um, (laughs) So that's the first time I saw (laughs) Shailene Woodley, I guess. But then I became actually aware of her I think I was reading some kind of teen magazine when I was in high school. Um, And she, there was a feature on her and about her scoliosis, which is something Mm. that I suffered from as a adolescent. Um, I mean, I guess I technically still do now, but it's under control. (laughs) But um, so it was about how, she had like struggled because she had to wear a back brace, which is also something that I struggled with, but I did not take comfort in hearing from her about it because (laughs) first of all, I was diagnosed when I was 10. I had to start wearing a brace when I was 10. She had to wear a brace for like, I I just looked this up to like, to verify. She wore it for (laughs) sounds like six months. When she was 15. Oh my god. Like from from summer to winter. And it was (laughs) offensive to me to read this about her because like she was she was 15 and like skinny and pretty, and I was not any of those things when I had to wear a brace as a child. So it it just didn't feel fair that she got to be like the scoliosis hero when she was not really, it sounded like suffering very much. But mm. I, that said, I've, I've forgiven her. Um, that, <laughs> and I know now more about like the activism she's done. And she seems like, she seems like a, a nice person in real life. She's into, she's into the environment. She's into environmental activism. And I think she got to go, like, go on an expedition or something. I was like, can celebrities just do that? Um, There's like yes. a hedge, the mugshot but, of her because she was arrested for uh, uh, some kind of activism. I think okay. having to do with like the Dakota Access Pipeline. Dakota, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, look up her mugshot. It's pretty That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> she probably looks good in it. Look up her mugshot. Uh, I okay yeah I definitely was aware of the show same I watched a lot of ABC family but I never I never made the leap into this show specifically um and then I saw the descendants on Christmas (gasps) as my like Jewish Christmas movie and it perfectly falls into the type of movies we we saw which were like Oscar Beatty films and I mostly remember um I don't remember what that movie is really about except that it's set in Hawaii and that Shailene Woodley yeah, George Clooney, and that she was just so skinny. <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, like that, like I remember she wears like a, a bikini in it, and <gasps> I was just like amazed at how thin Tiny. and narrow she was. Yeah. Um, and then I agree in this. It, it uh, what Adrian was saying that she seemed nice. She seems, um, she seems kind of like 
for a celebrity, she seems sort of self-aware and she seems to, uh, I don't know, seem like an authentic person. Um, and she's also sort of a queer icon, which is why I was bummed out that she's engaged to a man now, but <laughs> happy for her. Oh, okay. <laughs> we should talk about that. Okay. So, well, for the listeners, I'll, I'll, I'll trace her career every week. So we'll stop there. But we will talk about her engagement because a week ago, like, as we already knew this episode was going to be our episode, uh, I I just I think I got a Twitter notification <laughs> that she became recently engaged to Aaron Rodgers, uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback. And and I think people didn't even know they were dating. Um, and it became apparent from, like, the interviews that she just, like, doesn't give a shit about football, which... I agree with you, Jane. Like, I was kind of like, wait, that seems really basic of her. But I do kind of think it rocks that she just like they they try to ask her football questions and she's like, eh. yeah, <laughs> um, like That's cute. Jimmy like Fallon, it. Jimmy Fallon asked her about it and she was like, yeah, I don't really get it. Like, he's great, but like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know him as that. <laughs> and because of COVID, she's never seen him play. Yeah. And she was like. You know, I never thought as a little girl that when I grew up, I was going to marry someone who throws balls for a living. And everyone got (laughs) so mad. And I think it rocks. Although people point out like Olivia Munn and Danica Patrick, who he dated for a really long time, like had to like fly to Wisconsin over and over for years to watch his games like every weekend. Apparently they were there. And then she (laughs) never... They don't even it's it's very secret. They don't even follow each other on Instagram. So everyone was very wow. Yeah, they like yeah. It's How do they meet? All right, everyone take a stab uh, at it. How, how did these two people meet? Tinder. Um, I'll give a guess. Um he saw her in Divergent and emailed his agent to email her agent. That's my guess. I think that too, but he just slid it slid into her DMs. Maybe he was watching Big Little Lies and he slid into her DMs. I think. Well, I said Tinder, but I'm switching to Bumble because she's just that cool. Or Raya, Raya, Raya is the celebrity. Oh, I don't even know about that. Raya. Yeah, it's you. You have to like. There's like a waiting list. Oh, Jane, Jane has an account. And <laughs> <laughs> I would never ever be allowed on. <laughs> for being a podcaster <laughs> so the secret life of the american teenager also just secret life um aired from 2008 to 2013 which is wild um how old was everybody in 2008 how old was i in 2008 i was 16 15 i was uh, 14 it was our freshman oh. year of high school perfect mm. um i was just moving to moving schools Um, I think at the time it received like pretty negative reviews or mixed reviews, but it was like kind of a crowd favorite, like people watched and watched and watched it, especially female and teenage viewers. Um, apparently somebody in one review was like, this show may be the worst scripted drama on television, (laughs) but like it received the highest, um, premiere viewership ratings for an ABC family program at that time. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I actually wasn't aware of the show. You you all said that you saw the ads, but I wasn't aware of the show at all. And all I can say is baby Shailene. She like ha- doesn't have her iconic sort of uh, short bob haircut. 
Um, that's so funny. You you think you think of her as a short haired girl. I think of her as a long haired oh, girl. Because I first in inca- oh I never said this. I first like I knew she was in Divergent, but I like first became really interested in her because of Big Little Lies. I thought she was so great. Does she does she have short hair and Big Little Lies? Yes. Oh my god. Now I'm like fuck. Am I am I wrong? <laughs> I feel like you have. Because of your short hair, <laughs> there's a gene. There's something. Something is happening in you, and so now you're just like you have. You've warped the memory of long haired girls. I did make a decision, and like, uh, <laughs> Selena, if you're listening, when I saw you on Zoom, I was like, oh shit, I have to go back to long hair because <laughs> Selena's hair was so good. Adrian has like really good hair too. Oh, like, thanks. I'm like, oh, I miss Adrian having like a very lot of hair. At the moment. I haven't gotten it cut since last. Like over a year, last December. Um, Pretty fun to look up YouTube stuff on how to trim your own hair. I can't, it's, you know. I don't feel like I can do that as a curly haired person. <laughs> but um, um, can I yeah. say something about uh, Shailene's hair? Absolutely. Yes. It wasn't the length that I noticed about the show, but the insanely deep side part, which yes. is like something mm-hmm. I'm noticing more and more today because it's part of the (laughs) debate on center versus side parts. Um, And there are so, so many side parts in the show, but hers is one of the most severe. Does she have side bangs or is it just that her hair is weird? It's that the part is so far to the side that there's just hair that is across her forehead. And like she has it and um, the other girl has it, the hot girl, Adrian, Adrian has it. Where it's like that's what I mean. it's like um <laughs> Ashley Tisdale and like Ashley yes. Ashley Spencer no Ashley Spencer had like bangs but like Ashley Tisdale and a bunch of other actors like had not cut bangs but they just like smeared it across their head <laughs> um, but we should jump we should jump in also yeah let's do it I was absolutely wrong she has long hair in Big Little Lies I'm clearly experiencing like a breakdown <laughs> so okay. I do. So. I will say I think she looks great yeah, with she looks shoulder good. length hair and like shorter hair. Okay. 15 year old Amy is a good student who plays French horn in the marching band. Undeterred by her mom's offer of pot roast, she takes a pregnancy test and finds out that she is pregnant. At school the next day, she tells her friends that she had sex, but won't say with who. Meanwhile, Ricky, classic douchebag, pressures Adrian, resident hot girl holding twirling batons, about sex. Grace, blonde Christian, is inviting everyone to a party at her church after the upcoming football game. Nerdy Ben, who wants to get laid, is staring at her, but his Asian friends tell him to start small with Amy. (laughs) I have so many things to say that I almost don't know where to start, but I will start at the very beginning, which is Amy's outfit, which is a black dress over a long sleeve stripy tee is something that I have worn some I I wore something very similar to this like just a few days ago and it made me really like reconsider what I'm doing with my life fashion wise because it looked weird and I, I I felt bad about myself Molly Ringwald I, also has a weird outfit in that first scene with the weird necklace. 
I read the okay, so it was a black dress because I I wrote down apron. It's there's two <laughs> outfits of hers that it looks like she's sort of wearing a smock over yeah, striped t shirt. Is a good word. And my question was, is she already dressing for a pregnant oh. belly? Like that's what it looks like when clearly she is, you know, stick thin. Okay. But I agree, the fashion was. Uh. There definitely was like. So this happens in this show is that there was a time where people wore shirts at a weird length where it wasn't quite like a dress over skinny jeans or a dress over tights, but it wasn't quite just yes. like a shirt. And it was just like a tunic, yes, tunic. a shirt, like a little too long. And I did that. Mm-hmm. Like I wore that with jeans like all the time. I did like too. one of the outfits that hot girl Adrian wears with like the quarter sleeve kind of cotton soft shirt that comes like a little too long, like down her butt. Like I wore that. <laughs> all the time and it 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 was like very evocative for me to see it's not it's also unflattering for for me because i also remember this stuff i have short legs Mm. i the high-waisted trend needs to stay please i think it elongates so i think the like shirt thing elongates the torso everyone just wore like shirts that were too long for them um i do think immediately the show was interesting to me because they have the weird juxtaposition of the pregnancy test and the microwave in the start <laughs> and it was a choice and i kind of liked um, it oh adrian what do you think of this molly ringwald at the microwave while she's counting down the pregnancy test i thought that she was really staring hard at that pot roast more than anyone ordinarily would i mean i guess Agreed. i I also appreciate that it was a choice, like a strong choice visually, because I feel like there are not a lot of other strong choices in this pilot, (laughs) just about anything. It was a very efficient use of time in like a very comical way. (laughs) Yes. But Um, I also, I don't know, there's something about like, I, I wasn't sure if it was just about the countdown for the test or if there was also supposed to be some metaphor for, like, something's cooking in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That did not In which case, yes, gross. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In which case, like, why did they have to make it pot roast? <laughs> I was distracted at the first scene of Molly Ringwald at the counter. Did you notice that there's Tupperware all over yes. the counter. Okay, I was distracted. There's just like <laughs> ten clean Tupperwares. I was distracted by like the various objects that they littered across the scene for no reason. <laughs> the like terrible necklace they made her wear that looks like what comes in like Barbie children's toys, and then like her making like five North Korea jokes. Kim Jong Il, what a throwback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was kind of jarring, honestly. Um, she's also, I feel like Molly Ringwald is sadly like her current career is that she's like moms in teen TV, right? Yes. She's in, isn't she in Kissing Booth? Yep. Yeah. She's the mom. Which uh, I just shuddered thinking of. I mean, she, I'm interested, like, does she have to work in turn, like financially? Like, like if this is, I fully respect actors acting to, to, you know, to put put pot roast in the microwave (laughs) and... That could, if that's the case for her, then th- honestly, this is great. Like eight years of this right, show right. probably was not a lot of work. I mean, she probably right. had some some say in what was happening. She actually covered the theme song. It's her what? voice singing. Let yes, I looked this up. She sang it, so I feel like she probably had some involvement in this show that 
made her life easy. Mm-hmm. So good for her. Okay. I yeah, always, good for her. when she appears though in these things, I wonder who it's for. Like, is it for the parents <laughs> of the teens watching? It's for the moms, yeah. Who are like, oh, I remember Maybe. her from my teen movie days i feel like actually the first time i remember being in like the third or fourth grade and i like made friends with this girl in my class and my mom just kept being like she has a molly ringwald face and i was like i have no idea i'm what i'm like nine years old like what are you saying (laughs) (laughs) but like that's when i first became aware of her um but yeah power to that girl um okay so we we get we get some intros so we get ricky (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um kind of large douchey interesting looking guy <laughs> um and then adrian who is um hot girl with glossy lips <laughs> they're both in the band but they're both they both don't look like it right yeah it in this school like um, everyone's in the band <laughs> what's it called when there's like What's it? Microbiome or something? Like, yeah, every all of the characters are somehow in the band. Yeah. <laughs> well, we only know Adrian is because she's like twirling the batons. She's holding her batons. And yeah, and then there's no other mention. She doesn't go to practice. No one goes to practice. There's no other mention of them being in the band. Um, but my question was because Ricky is like trying to pressure her to have sex. Um, is the like blue balls claim like oh it like hurts and it's bad for my health? Is that like a boomer thing? Like I've never heard a guy try to say that like in our generation even as a teen or yeah i think it might be because like the only context in which i heard about that growing up would be like in the teen magazines where they're like don't let any guy tell you that this is a thing because it's not yeah and i was like what (laughs) no one is saying this yeah (laughs) yeah it's a pretty lame excuse but maybe it was slightly less lame then again like this whole show is very basic and yes does a lot there's there's a lot of stereotypes happening there's a ton of like i'm not surprised and i can talk about this at the very end but there's like a ton of interesting like boomer panic about what makes teen pregnancies happen throughout the show and maybe that's the reason it was so successful but then we meet um grace uh who is the blonde christian girl um nerdy ben who i have a lot to say about (laughs) And then Asian friends who are not introduced. <laughs> yeah, so I feel I feel like I probably should feel bad for calling them the Asian friends. No, they're but not. That is what they are. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them, the the woman is wearing pigtails, and she's constantly just vomiting up statistics <laughs> about sex specifically. I do think something that I immediately noticed is that now, if this were, if this show were to happen now, everybody would look hot and shiny in like a very Riverdale or like Netflix type of way. And I do think that maybe uh, aside from Shailene, people look a little less like that here. Like there's a little more variety in like faces. I don't know if you agree with me at all. Or like, Everyone's uglier. Yes. That's what you're saying. <laughs> like they look more like actual. Well, th- I think they're younger, first of all. And then I think they don't all look hot in the same way, which mm. is now what I feel like TV is about. But that's also, partially why it's weird to me when like they're talking and everyone is like staring at the Christian girl Grace and like wow she's so hot is she like she's very pretty <laughs> but 
First of all, it's different from now. Yeah. It's different from now. It's, I don't know. It, yeah, I, I agree that people are definitely on the ugo side. (laughs) I also wrote a note about Grace. I find that, I find that actress particularly offensive throughout the show. Um, and I, and they call her a goddess and I, yeah, that was weird. I don't believe that she has like any type of sort of goddess quality. She looked (sighs) I also want to like, sorry, sorry, she, I I just wanted to say that she reminded me very much of Sharpay from high school musical, high school musical. Yeah. Speaking of Ashley Tisdale, that that type of person has never been attractive to me. Mm -hmm. That kind of like. I don't know what it is if they're like shiny Jane or just like grimaced. <laughs> I also I don't like famously I'm not attracted to blondes, but um except for a few. Well, I think also exceptions. okay, before we move on, I think it's very hard to like f- cast the person who's like she's the Christian girl who's like or it's not sorry, what I meant is like it's not hard to find like the Christian blonde white girl who is like also just like insanely hot, but like she's not having sex with anyone. So just cast like Anyone who is like very white but also very hot, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I I was like, could they not find someone? But yeah, I agree. Um, now now I feel bad. We're just calling them ugly, but it's okay. <laughs> but the thing is, they're not. Yeah, they're, just not they're not. These are not ugly people. They are just. I mean, less hot than the Riverdale cast. Yes, true. Like, uh, what's her name? Betty from Riverdale. She could be that role because she's like blonde and like uh sexually like like attractive pure. but she like oh. has the pure betty quality yeah i don't know you know what i'll say in defense of these people because you're right we're being like a little mean this aesthetic does not flatter anyone yes this show mm-hmm. is not flattering i th- i was looking at pictures of the hot girl adrian she is <laughs> smoking hot in real life her name is francia reza she donated her kidney to selena gomez wow Whoa. She is best friends with Selena Gomez and donated her kidney to her. And she's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she looks I think, like trash. <laughs> I think that the show, the colors of it, the filming of it, the, the makeup and clothing yeah. are just unflattering. Mm-hmm. I will. I have one, one thing I needed to point out about Ben, which is that he is wearing two cardigans <laughs> stacked atop each other. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I just okay, can, can I on. can I say one more oh, yes, thing, yes, which is yes. that "Girlfriend" by Avril Lavigne has been stuck in my head <gasps> yes. ever since I watched this because it is like sort of it plays for a long time. It played for like two thirds <laughs> of the song. It's, I was also like, did they forget to turn it off? <laughs> it's like this. It plays as everyone like you see all the characters for the first time. They're like walking down the hallway and couples like looking at each other strangely. Yeah, it played. It played for like 90, 90 seconds at least. And, <laughs> and it really like it, it. It really sends you to a specific yeah, time yeah. when you hear that song, especially totally. when they have <laughs> because it was ABC Family and they had like the clean version. So she's like. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one and only princess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. 
Amy looks pointedly uh. at Ricky and then implies that she is pregnant to her friends, who are not very comforting. It looks like she wants to go talk to Ricky, but when she chickens out, he calls her kid and makes a comment <laughs> about their night together at band camp. Amy's friends make her take another pregnancy test in the bathroom. Meanwhile, Grace has lunch with her boyfriend, Jack, and they discuss her new promise ring. Jack is Christian and seems down with abstinence, except that he clearly wants to fuck. Glossy-lipped Adrian interrupts to ask for their table and then bites an apple seductively while staring at Jack. I think it's in this section that the theme, the major theme of the episode, which is that the only thing people talk about is sex in a very <laughs> unnatural way. Is This is where it really comes out because no one talks about anything else and it's very weird. Mm. Good yeah. point. Can we talk about the description of their night at band camp? <laughs> or like Shailene Woodley's description of the sex that it was just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we had sex. <laughs> like it's two seconds. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it is unclear. And also because what is that guy's name? Ricky? Like he's supposed to be a, I don't know what the right word is. He's a just whore. supposed to have sex a lot. A so like, whore. I would assume he would be better at it, but that's maybe that's totally a wrong assumption on my part. But it just seemed like a really unpleasant experience for her. Yeah, which I'm sure I'm sure it was. Um, I I don't think it was obvious to me because she's like she talks about having sex and then they're like, why? Why are you bringing this up now? And she just like has this sad look on her face and they're like, are you pregnant? And I was like, I don't know if I would have guessed. I She just like. <laughs> She like puts her books over her stomach <laughs> over her growing fetus. I don't think I don't think I would have made that assumption. But maybe this is a different time because like a lot of people a lot more people use contraception now than before. I don't know. Mm. I um another okay, this is a classic best friends being bad mm. scenario of like why why hasn't she told her best friends that she had sex? It just doesn't feel realistic at all to my experience. For example, being best friends with Adrian, I would have told her I would have if I had had sex yeah. with some dick at band camp. And I really didn't like the best friends. They were they're awful. Bad. <laughs> they were um, awful. Partly, it was partly. I mean, it was their fault. They were bad, but their the dialogue was very like um, sticky and like like a like kids in a high school play. Yeah. It felt like yeah. Ugh, and then at the end, okay, there's supposed to be this dynamic where the two best friends like are always disagreeing with each other. And at the very end, I'm sort of jumping ahead, but they're having this really intense conversation with um, Amy and they agree on something. And Amy in the middle of this really intense conversation is like, you guys agree on something. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like, I guess played for yeah, laughs. And I it was just like, what? Yeah, I don't like what? them at all. I, I kind of like, just saw them as vehicles for exposition after a while because that's what that's how they treat them sadly um yeah. i also got confused because uh i again i forgot that ricky was in the band <laughs> <laughs> so then he said like how could i forget oh i'm messing with you kid like how could i how could i forget um our night at band camp and i thought it was supposed to be like they had sex and she lied about it and said it was someone at band camp. Cause I just like, Oh, <laughs> I just I like understand. did not understand what was going on. I didn't know also if she meant like band camp as in like camp 
with your current classmates versus like go away to band camp. This which I feel like <laughs> I yeah, yeah I took issue with just how many times the words band camp are <laughs> spoken as just like I mean I feel that that's kind of a trope of like teen media where like you just say band camp and that is supposed to be enough <laughs> when there's like a whole world of different right. types of musical activity. Also, like, marching band is not the same as, like, band right. band. Also, mm -hmm. there are no... I don't think that there are actually French horns in marching band. Marching band, yeah. <laughs> and, well, uh, so that's, uh, like... <laughs> while I'm on the subject, I hated... I just... So, I hated how band camp is just, like, sort of a catch-all for, like, that world, which we never see. We never see mm -hmm. any music... In this episode. True, true. I wonder if it ever happens. <laughs> I would hope that it does eventually <laughs> yeah. in the series. Because that's supposed to be something about her is that she played since the third grade. And like, also, I feel like French horn players, female French horn players, uh, based on my high school experience, like it totally fits with her personality, which is like sensitive, beautiful girl who like <laughs> everybody likes to pay attention to. <laughs> Um, but I, I also agree, like, it just, it's just used to say, like, here's a, any event that could have happened over the summer. Yeah. Like, they don't really go into it at all. It seems like everyone is in the band, so I don't even know. Yeah. And yet we never see it, even yeah. though it would be like a good opportunity to give us more Shailene time. And, and that also, um, I was thinking that like, part of why the best friends annoyed me so much is that like they get all the dialogue and screen time that I feel like I wanted to be spending with Shailene, Shailene like hearing yeah. her thoughts. It feels like they're sort of like mm -hmm. the annoying like angel devil on her shoulders mm -hmm. who are just like saying what she's maybe thinking, but she's just like looking pained while they speak. Totally. And they kind of yeah. like everyone else is so bad that it makes her look good. Like, I honestly, like, was watching this being like, yeah, I can see that Shailene's the only one who, like, made it past this show. Like, I thought she was fine. Like, I thought she was doing a good job. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted more of her. Good. Yeah. Um, during the conversation with Grace and Jack, I absolutely thought he was going to suggest that they have anal sex and not... <laughs> Oral sex. Because that's such a trope. It's such a trope for um, people waiting before marriage. Really? To... I feel like the oral sex yes. one is the trope. Ah, okay. Uh, well, different, different cultures. Different. <laughs> okay, I have a question. And I can, only, I can only ask this question to you two because I know you both and I feel comfortable asking okay. something like this, which is, have you ever taken a pregnancy test somewhere other than your own bathroom? Oh, my God. No. no. First of all, I've never, thank God, I've never had a legit pregnancy scare where it came to that point yet. Um, mm, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I assume that everyone has, but. No, I actually no, never, no. I've never taken one. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've taken like five pregnancy wow. tests. But I, I think, have, I think it's because I have anxiety. <laughs> I, I think it's less that I. <laughs> I think what, was yeah. likely to get pregnant. I just I think what really happened anxious. at one point I took a plan B and I like actually called the Planned Parenthood hotline to say, like, well, does it make sense to take a pregnancy test? And they were like, no, like, you have to wait some time. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what are you saying? <laughs> so, like, in that scenario, I think I just, like, took it and then was like, 
oh, I don't need to take a pregnancy test. <laughs> like, this is stupid. Yeah, I'm, I have a feeling that I n- have never needed to take one, but I, wow, that's interesting. I just assumed that, you know, this is, this is mental health, guys. Like, you assume everyone thinks like you. Okay, I have another question. Okay. Do or did you know anyone with a promise ring, Adrian? I don't think so. That, that wouldn't really have been my crowd, but I, I also don't think that there were anyone... <laughs> I don't believe that there was anyone like that at our school do you have a different Mm. perspective i i i forgot that we would have the same (laughs) no i I besides the jonas brothers besides my friends the jonas brothers (laughs) um i didn't know anyone who had a promise ring because a promise the promise ring like phenomenon i feel is like very specifically american protestant Mm. kind of even though i know a lot of catholics also wait um I feel like Catholics in the Philippines are less tacky sometimes, <laughs> just culturally. And so, like, a lo- I knew a lot of people. In fact, I still know a handful of people who are waiting until marriage. Uh, one, one for sure. And so, um, but they would the the promise ring culture wasn't a thing. Um, <laughs> I did say like. Jack calculating medical school to figure out like when he's gonna fuck like that was me <laughs> like when I was when oh I was like being to- when I was being told like because at, at that time in my life let's see I was 16 I think I was like because prior to that I like thought I was gonna wait until marriage and then like at that point in my life I was kind of like deciding what to do kind of I was like whatever happens I want to like make a decision if I'm gonna stick to the abstinence thing or not Right. Mm. And I want it to be like, you know, I want to like put some thought into it. Um, but but seeing him calculating the time, I was like, LOL, it's me. <laughs> wow. This giant like that seemed, 25 yeah. year old who like is allegedly like <laughs> 15. <laughs> that scene was cuckoo for her to it be was like so funny <sighs> for her just to be like, yeah, I'll just wait until I'm 30. Essentially, that felt that's the thing. It doesn't feel there real are no to me. layers. There are no layers to these characters. Like, yeah. okay, you absolutely can wait to have sex. And I've said this in previous episodes. Like, that doesn't mean you don't want to have sex right. or like think about it or have complicated feelings about it. She's right. just like one hundred percent not interested in sex. She literally. And she just like ready acts to wait. Stupid. She's like, yeah, it's gonna be great. Like, I don't know. Like, that's not. <laughs> Even the people I know who like have have waited or want to wait, like that's not how it how they approach it. Um, my question to you all was: If you were Adrian in this scenario, what fruit would you choose to do a seductive bite? Because <laughs> I thought the apple was a weird one, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah, it was pineapple sexy. Maybe it was symbolic because she's like the temptress in the Garden of Eden. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I was not even thinking that. I was thinking just like the juice like getting on your face no I, i'm with you have, it has to be like cafeteria fruit because initially i was mm-hmm. like strawberries but i don't know if that would be in a cafeteria yeah i think apple is sort of the most accessible option i was thinking of just taking a large pineapple and like biting <laughs> into the rough outer <laughs> shell of it i had a similar thought i was thinking like pomegranate which is like i think the original or possibly like that's like a real original biblical fruit, but it would just be funny to like take a bite out of it and then like have to spit most of it out because <laughs> it's, it's an original not edible. Biblical reference <laughs> to like 
eating ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I also was like, I wonder if they had the idea to have her like eat a banana and then they decided it was too mm. sexual. Because <laughs> um, that's another cafeteria fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. Yeah. Anyway, she was wearing the outfit I talked about. Long, long cotton t-shirt and jeans. Okay, <laughs> we can move on. Also, a quick heads up for our listeners. This section of the TV episode does have sexual assault mentioned. But that's, yeah. All right. Ben switches into band class to get closer to Amy. Back in the bathroom, one of Amy's friends says she needs to see a doctor, while the other is being judgmental about abortion. Amy doesn't want to tell her mom, and her friends help her come up with an excuse so that she can go to the doctor without raising suspicions. At dinner, Amy's sister is complaining about the dress code, leading to her dad basically to say she should never have sex. (laughs) Amy is about to tell them the truth when Ben calls, asking her to the dance. We see Ricky in therapy, where it's revealed that he was sexually abused by his father. Adrian gets a call from Jack. I'd like to go back to the um, crop top discussion because <laughs> while they were sitting at the table with, with the younger sister who got in trouble for the dress code. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was all, I was with her. Like I was rooting for her in this situation. Yeah. Then at some point she gets up and you see her outfit, which is like <laughs> not at all flattering or nice. And, and that made me, this is sort of one of my overarching complaints about the show is that the characters who are like feminists in quotes are, (laughs) they seem to be so far the sister and hot Adrian, which I I hate that I have to say that, by the way, Um, (laughs) they're both terrible like they're both awful and it makes me wonder like what the show is trying to say Mm -hmm. about them because just looking at the pilot it is not a very sex positive show at all because they treat Mm -hmm. the two they make the two sex positive characters wear like too much lip gloss (laughs) or a terrible crop top with a low cut um skirt (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I had a sort of similar thought process throughout the show, and it was um, the person who wrote the show also wrote Seventh, he- Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. I and so I, I just, it seems like the show has a very specific point of view, and I don't like it at all, and it is judgmental to most of its non-christian characters and the christian ones too well yeah i think uh, and you can kind of see it which we can talk about the psa at the very end but i i think the show is trying to be like see the people on both sides are wrong we just all need to come together and talk about sex like the Mm. feminists are wrong and the christian girls are wrong like stop yelling and it's like uh, that's not anymore (laughs) like what people uh, decide helps <laughs> but um but I noticed too that like I guess I wonder if the person who wrote this had just like had a bunch of experience growing up Christian because I thought that like the writing was better when we were getting some of that um perspective like the Christian girl and how she's navigating it and her parents and her family versus like as you said like hot Adrian who is just like a terrible flat person <laughs> Um, Mm. so yeah. Also in that scene, 
the guy, the dad, yells at his daughter, you're not sexy, which I thought was <laughs> wild. <laughs> and then goes like, your sister's a nice girl and boys like nice girls. Why don't you be a little nicer? Like, he literally sounds like a school bully. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, uh, I was going gonna... <laughs> dick dad. <laughs> Sorry. He was, yeah, he had a lot of, like, energy that was disruptive in the episode. <laughs> I was going to say, what do we think about Mark Molina, the counselor? Inappropriate adult-child <laughs> relationship. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They also have Adrian, hot Adrian, like, flirt with him, right? Yes, so they, they're all over this episode, but it's, like, even more pronounced with this annoying, annoying Ben, who I hate. If I were the council, yes. I would throttle him. Yeah, this. so this scene is the big... First of all, this is the section of the episode that I had the most notes, James. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened. But this scene is the scene where Ben goes to the counselor's office and is like, I'm trying to learn how to play the symbol so that I can fuck Amy. Um, I guess before, before we talk about that, I was going to ask... Um, how sexually active were, like, music kids at your school, I guess, relative to, like, everyone else, would you say? I would say not at all, to my yeah. knowledge. Yeah. I, yeah, it wasn't that kind of, wasn't that kind of scene. Band camp. Wasn't that kind of band camp. No. <laughs> I will say, and this is not, okay, I, I would agree with Adrian's assessment, and I want to add that there was a group of stage stage crew kids mm. that I think were like Fuck, just like fucking <laughs> yeah. for for all of us. And there was one couple that clearly like took pride in just having hickeys to the point of Ew. it being really I mean like really not o- like not okay. Like they were just like covered in hickeys. I don't remember that. I'm gonna have so to like ask you, you when we get when we get off this. I don't know. I, I can't tell you their names. names unfortunately. Oh, okay. I don't, I, they are just kids that were all black and did stage crew. Mm. Yeah. Issa, what about you? Uh, I was going to say, like, the theater and music and band kids, like, uh, did did a lot that was not, I don't know, penis and vagina sex. So they just, like, <laughs> they were just, like, everyone was sort of comparing notes on, like, we tried this. Like, is that, is that how far you have gone? Or like, is this even a thing like people do? Like people would just share stories like that. And, and also they all like, I mean, I think this happens at high schools, but I feel like I came in a little late, but I feel like they had all kind of like dated each other. And so like, it was weird. Um, mm. Cause people were like dating people that their friends had dated. I don't know. But, right. um, but yeah, I definitely think there was some like, hormonal energy just being experimented but like not a lot of people actually like went for home base <laughs> <laughs> i hate that um okay that was that was just my curiosity talking um okay first of all i didn't understand why he was at the dance later second of all mm-hmm. when he's talking to ben okay f- wait another thought <laughs> in the middle of this thought <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me that adrian hates ben i'll just say that um, I think I also hate my him. friend Adrian, oh, okay. not <laughs> character Adrian. <laughs> um, when he is in the in the guidance counselor's office, did you guys notice that the music in the background is sort of implying that something hilarious has happened? Yes, it's very um, soap what, what opera. Show, like um, 
I I yeah, had a, like it's, I wrote a note about that. Like there are so many soap opera music cues that like <laughs> like anytime Amy shows up, it's like uh, like like dramatic violins yeah, and like yeah, when yeah, yeah. when yeah, there's like some like funky comical music in that scene that you're talking about. It's just like just underscores that this this whole thing is a is a 45 minute soap opera. Totally. Mm-hmm. Also, the the appearance of the song "Daughters" by John. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, so this for the listener, this happens because Amy figures out a way to go to a doctor, and as she goes into the waiting room, there's just like all these women with little babies or like very pregnant women, tired looking women. And Daughters by John Mayer plays for, like, a full minute. And then a random person hands her a very dirty-looking baby. They're just like, let's make this baby look as scary as possible. Also, did Planned Parenthood not exist? Or was this a Planned Parenthood? It was her pediatrician. I don't... Oh, this was her pediatrician. Interesting. That's why they were kids. Where, um... Where does the show take place? I was wondering that. Good question. I have no idea. I kind of assumed the Midwest... Well, okay, so yeah. another question I had was, is this the first day of school, like, after the summer, or... Yes, yes, I think so. Okay, because they're all dressed... Because he's still trying to change classes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And But, so they're all dressed in, like, um, I don't know, oh. like, long pants and yeah. shirts. So, I, I don't know, maybe, like, I mean, I just assumed, like, Michigan, <laughs> something like that. Ohio. Do you think the show was influenced by Degrassi? I don't know if that timeline. I'm not sure if that timeline like works out or yeah. or what. But it feels like that energy of every single person that's important is like going to have a tragedy <laughs> very soon. Um, and that's you know this plot twist of Ricky, who has oh. just been a jerk. It, it comes out of nowhere. It feels unfair to people who have experienced sexual abuse uh, in my mind. And also not an important point, but his he's late to his therapy appointment. And then his shrink is like, we'll stay. We'll stay later to make up the time. Sorry, that never never happens. I wish that's how it (laughs) happened. But no. And he also is like, no, sit down. (laughs) I was like, what? He can't do that. I, I agree that it's not like fair to people who have actually experienced this to have to hear lines such as "My freaking father stole my childhood." Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, it's not do, funny, but it is. It's not. It's terrible. It is. It is badly done. And yes. Also, that's why I was like, uh, I feel bad, like that this comes out of nowhere because it does, and it's like not our fault. Like the the show just did it. I did like the therapist. I wanted him. I I like. I my problem is that like I do like the the stereotype of like the movie or TV therapist that's like not how therapy goes in real life because it seems more fun in the movies. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they they always because okay, because most therapists, I guess I can't speak to this, but many therapists don't push you in a direction, right. but on a show, obviously it makes way more sense to have a therapist pushing a character towards a decision right. rather than what it would normally be, which is just them spewing thoughts that we're supposed to watch them do elsewhere. So, of course, therapists always right. overstep, including in Big Little Lies, when her therapist is like, 
you got to move out, um, which maybe yeah. in that case it made sense, but they're always overstepping. I don't remember what the like law is for therapists if like somebody is in an abuse situation, like what you're supposed to do. But yeah, anyway. Right. But yeah, but yeah. Not sure. She, she, um, and maybe in Big Little Lies, it was supposed to be like, the therapist was reading that deep down she wanted to do that, but who knows? Um, I, I think mean, in the <laughs> second season, the therapist was more. Am I making a little better? Yes, she's in the. No, no, no she was worse. She was oh, less worse. realistic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In the second season, yeah, yeah, yeah. which isn't altogether yeah, worse. Um, worse season. Yeah, I mean, besides like the the terribleness of the writing in that scene, I do think it's kind of an interesting choice to have like the bully or not the bully, but the the like dickhead in therapy um, to give him a little more going on and to give him like time to like work through some of it. I just wish they executed mm-hmm. it better. Like when I found out what was happening, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then the scene just made me more disappointed because it could have been interesting. Um, yeah. And like the therapist, you know, you're he's making connections between like sex and like self-esteem and like figuring out masculinity but like i don't know but like the rest of the show is so not sex positive that like <laughs> i don't think it I was, was so sex positive annoyed. though because the implication is that like you can only want to have sex with a lot of people if you have some awful trauma in your past yeah that's true <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely true i mean i think like him being like a little mean to all the people or like the way he was treating all those different people was kind of what the therapist was saying, like, are you trying to work out? Are you like kind of picking up and dropping these women because like your dad left you or something? Um, but yeah, I agree. It's not that like, <laughs> it's not that you have to like have a trauma to like be able to experiment sexually in to high be school. A slut. <laughs> um, <laughs> Adrian, did you have a thought on that? Um, well, I mean, I was gonna say that like there's a single layer to a character that no one else seems to have, at least at this point in the series. Um, yes, a single layer, <laughs> yeah. Um, not necessarily a very deep one, but um, yeah. And I, I just, well, I also wanted to say that, like, how come he gets to have his, like, doctor session scene, but we don't get to see Shailene mm-hmm. with the pediatrician? Yeah. Like, what does... What do they talk about? Maybe that's also yeah. in another episode, but I wanted... She just doesn't get to do anything. And, like, for, no, totally. for a show that's about her, I think, I I think it was weird that we don't get to see what happens at the doctor. Yeah, and I think they, like... There were one or two moments where I, like, was like, oh, like, I do feel bad for her. And it was, like, when uh, when she was talking to her super annoying friends that I hated... There were a couple times when you could see that Shailene was having her character remember, like, oh, fuck, like, I'm so young. Like, when she goes, like, mm-hmm. I only have a pediatrician, and, like, everybody falls silent because it's, like, we're so young. And, like, those were things, things like that. I was, like, I don't know, like, let's go with Shailene more. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you were saying, Adrian. Like, they didn't even give her more than that. <laughs> um, yeah. She's yeah. super passive in this episode. She doesn't. She doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested also in the doctor's appointment because I want to hear more about this show's perspective on abortion. Yeah. Because, I mean, we know that she has the child 
right? I mean, she, yeah. So clearly I mean, it feels like her friend is like, choice, in, her but. friend is like very negative about it. Yeah. The, yeah. the one, the one annoying friend. Uh, it, yeah. And then they don't really get to have the other friend very strongly take a stance. Mm-hmm. She just says like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying she should explore her, all her options. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I was curious about. I was like, is this a fair, like, does this have a fair uh, view on it? Um, no idea. And like, if that friend spoke, like, spoke up, maybe, maybe it did, but yeah. probably okay, not. Okay, <laughs> really quick before we move on, I do want to go back to Ben, who I hate. Mm, um, me too. I asked Nate about this, like, whole strategy of, like, let's get into beginner band to then, like, spend more time with Shailene, who we also aren't sure why she's in marching band. Like, there's just so much shit happening. Um, although he did agree that, like, the one th- grain kernel of truth in there is that, like, sometimes it's nice to have extra bodies to do, like, auxiliary percussion things like cymbals or, like, other various things that are not, like, the main drum stuff. You wouldn't call him the drummer anyway. But Adrian, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was fully ready to come down very hard on the whole, like, y- you can't just join band yeah, in high yeah. school. Then when when it got a little more into like, he'll be in the beginner band, I was like, okay, I guess that's conceivable. But it's not something that happened in our high school. Like, once you once you don't sign up for an instrument in elementary school, I think you kind of missed the boat. Mm, like, I think, like, yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of implied that maybe, like, the counselor was going to have a hard time getting him in, but mm. he was going to, like, that's why he had to, like, go through the counselor mm-hmm. to, like, talk to the teacher. Like, why? <laughs> why would he let him in? <laughs> I don't know. I it, it was also just very weird that he is so... Like transparent with his um So weird. <laughs> like he he tells the counselor that he wants to join so that he can have sex. And that's <sighs> so not true to life. I also just like don't know what they were doing with Ben's dialogue. He like has this weird like affect that's a little bit like those guys on the internet who used to say milady <laughs> all the time. And he has a line <clears throat> where he's like dames don't like that and i was like no 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 <laughs> i mean to be I fair to be fair um female asian friend calls him out for that but it's oh she does yeah yeah like uh which i was i was glad about but i mean yeah are we supposed to like him at all i have i have no idea i think he's supposed to be like one of the protagonists that you end up rooting for and i can't hmm. Um, but yeah, we can, speaking of rooting for him, I guess we can move on to the dance. I do have a fun fact to share oh. about that actor. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. I don't No, no. It's he married the actress who plays the redhead hot girl in super bad who like has sex with oh. McLovin. <gasps> and she's, she also has a fun role in party down, which I just watched. I like her. So he's he's yeah. married her. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the actor is. Okay, sorry. (laughs) At the dance, Ben and Amy are having a seemingly normal first date while the Asian couple listen in. 
Amy's friends show up to suggest that she get into a relationship with Ben, have sex with him, marry him, and raise the baby with him. She looks at Ricky pointedly again, and her friends finally understand that he is the dad. Adrian shows up and talks to Jack, revealing that they had sex, and then they kiss. Grace's brother alerts the party, and everyone sees Jack with gloss all over his lips. Ben and Amy dance as Amy cries. (laughs) Um... Ben and Amy getting together at all is very improbable in this way. Like, you don't just pick someone out of the hallway and call them up. That's just not how it happens in high school, especially. How did he have her number? It's very weird. And I didn't like that she went with him. Like, doesn't she have other things on her mind right now? I mean, I guess... <laughs> also, I want to note in that scene, she the the little sister picks up the phone and hands it to Amy, and the dad is full on yelling, "You have a boyfriend!" Like while I assume like he can hear the dad, it was just the dad like really like troubled me, <laughs> and I don't like him. Um, but yeah, and then they go eat chili together at the dance. <laughs> oh yeah, what say... a spread at that dance. Yes. <laughs> I wrote the same note. I think because it's that a the church function, maybe that's why. It looked lame, but the food looks so dope. I just, <laughs> I really miss, I really miss that one thing COVID has taken away from us is sort of like being at a social event that's like a B minus and having there be like a bake sale <laughs> or like homemade cupcakes that you sort of can just go um, dive into to like make the event more enjoyable. I'm going to spread. I was confused about the event as a whole because... It starts, the the dance scene starts in the locker room, doesn't it? With the football team, like, in a moment of prayer. And then they, like, run oh, out yeah. into the dance. Is it a pep rally? Is it a church it's, function? Um, Is it a school thing? I think that Grace says that they're not planning anything for post-game. So, like, uh. they plan something at the church so that kids won't go drink basically i think there was a construction excuse it was like the gym is being worked on or something so we have to go to the church but i also was very confused i thought i thought right after the prayer they were gonna like run out onto the field and have some nice football action it (laughs) It was confusing when we had Mm -hmm. that football scene i was like i this is so funny because like after we do this shailene woodley month jane we will probably no. I'm gonna say 99% sure we will have watched more of Shailene Woodley's work than Aaron Rodgers. Her now ah, football. Yeah, fiance. I can't imagine him sitting down to watch this. <laughs> no, she probably like wouldn't like, let him. Also, if if they like just like each other as people outside of their careers, maybe he feels the same way. Where he's like, I don't need to watch her other shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is good or bad, I don't know. Whatever it seems to be working for them. Um, and then we get, so her friends are like, um, this, his family has money. Like you should, uh, you should pretend that that's the dad, right? Yep. Very weird. Very weird. No one, no one questions that plan at all. It's just like, this is what we're going to do now. (laughs) And it doesn't make any sense. Very insidious plan. Also, at this point, like, the Asian friends, again, with no names, um, are, like, openly looking at them being like, oh, no, they're falling in love. And I was like, they don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> this actor sucks. Like, he 
does not at all look like he's having a good time anytime. <laughs> Except eating that hot dog covered with chili. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we, we get like maybe one part of it that I, uh, again, like felt, felt like maybe they had some potential to put something progressive out there. And then they just, it just made me feel bad, which is like Jack and Adrian talking and Adrian kind of gets close to being like, listen, like if you feel guilty that we fuck, that's on you. But like, I don't do anything I don't want to do. And then like, that, I guess that's the closest they got in that conversation to getting there for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused whether like sh- I'm I would be interested to see whether she is like blamed by people um or by the show. And I also like are we supposed to believe that they like each other and that they're attracted to each other because that doesn't come through to me even though I would say they're both pretty attractive and like she's well, hot Adrian like I think I he just wanted <sighs> I think he just wanted to like hook up with someone to like have sex like outside of his relationship and just like get rid of his horniness. Then Even why though that's not kissing? that's like not like, how it works. I was confused why like I was just I was just confused why like if they liked each other or if what you were oh, saying. Oh yeah, why was did true. they I think it was what I was saying, but then like instead when she's like, Do you love God or do you love me? And then he like kisses her, I was like, that's not really what people do when they're like Ooh, I really want to fuck you. I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> I mean, it was just weird. It's not like they're going to have sex there outside the church. <laughs> but yeah. I get I get what you mean. It was confusing. And also she has such glossy lips and none of none of the gloss was on him. Oh, I thought there was some, oh, but okay, okay. maybe I was just seeing seeing things. Maybe. I thought yeah, so yeah. too. I isn't that how they're like implicated when like the entire school runs out into the hallway to see them and it's oh, only maybe, maybe. Ben and Amy left dancing. Uh, I thought yeah, they were just implicated because her brother screams. But yeah, yeah. And then Ben and Amy <laughs> um it looks like they're in a different venue. <laughs> I probably even if I were pregnant uh, at the sound of Grace's brother screaming, I probably still would have ran out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Same. was very alarming. I would just be scared yeah. that something bad was happening. Yeah, it was yeah. scary. Something bad was happening. Those two are going to hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Should we sum up? Or yeah, Adrian, well, do you have any thoughts on the I last I was going to say, then we get the last PSA at the end. Did you guys stay to watch it? I don't know if I did. What do you... No. So on Hulu, they have Shailene Woodley do a PSA at the end. <gasps> what? Yeah, I can't believe you didn't see I it. I watched it so on... Basically, um, I watched it for free freeform. on Freeform. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So if you <laughs> mm-hmm. look at if you look at it, Shailene just says like, ah, I think the initiative is like something for like kids and parents to like talk more about sex, and it kind of sums up to me like the stance they're trying to take because she go she's like made to read the lines like, um, kids like, uh, you know, or parents don't assume if your kids ask you questions about sex that they're having sex, and kids like. Don't assume that like your parents are judging you. And I was like, wait, but you just <laughs> like, you are you are judging them because like it should be fine if they're asking questions and they want to have sex. I don't know. It was right. so it was so um, outdated. And the the main question was like, let's start like the main ask was like, let's start talking to each other, mm. which is totally like in abstinence only education. Like people believe that like uh, people will get educated about sex by like 
opening up communication with their parents, which isn't really what happens. <laughs> no, I mean, there's there's only um, parental judgment in this episode anyway. Yeah, nobody, nobody talks about... Se- well, maybe they're trying to be like, that's the point of this story. Like the whole the whole thing you're supposed to take away is like Shailene tries or Amy tries to tell her parents, but like the dad is so like unhinged <laughs> that like she never gets to. Mm-hmm. And personally, like maybe it would have been different. <laughs> personally, talking to my parents about sex makes me so horny, and then I would absolutely <laughs> go have sex. So bad um, advice, Shailene. Okay, I did go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I went down a rabbit Uh-oh. hole of like what hap- what was happening to like the teens and teen pregnancy at this point. <gasps> oh, yeah. Cool. And I actually like was really interested in it because I was like, where the fuck is this episode coming from? So actually in this period of time in like 2010, 2008 to like 2010 to like a little after, like teen pregnancies went down and people don't agree on why they went down. Um, so there was like a teen pregnancy spike in the 90s and everybody panicked. And I think like that's the the makers of the show were probably still reacting to that where they were like, people need to have less sex. But like mm-hmm. nobody really knows or agrees why kids stopped fucking irresponsibly. It doesn't really correlate with like it doesn't correlate perfectly with like economic stability, which is like what usually birth rate corresponds with. But like teens, for some reason, now are more deterred or like they find it more tacky to have kids as a teen than they did before um and people are delaying sex which is different from abstinence but like people are having sex later and like waiting until they can get condoms which is very interesting and people like don't know why but some kind of interesting stuff is like obama like helped throw some funding to like teen pregnancy prevention program funding and some of the funding went to like media and one was teen mom and one was 16 and pregnant. And so Whoa. part of part of the thinking was like, did these shows have a big impact and just making teen pregnancy look tacky? And like, that's a wow. huge reason, which is so wild. And then like, obviously now it's also just like easier to get birth control. Right. Um also, is this like a class issue too? Like those shows, when I think of those shows, like well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't the teen pregnancy thing doesn't scale as perfectly with class as like actually birthing the babies, if that makes sense. Um, but like basically, yeah, people don't agree. Like, cause like even if it was a class, even accounting for class, basically, it didn't seem to come from that. That like suddenly across all the classes like people are having less teen pregnancies um interesting i think uh, what i meant sorry just to clarify like when i think of teen mom and i think of 16 and pregnant i think of them as making fun of poor people oh like, oh so you're that saying is a like, feature of it you're saying that like I, playing up me. playing up classism to make teens not get pregnant yeah exactly yeah, totally yeah. i mean that maybe the concern for you're me you're not really i don't know if we're ever gonna really like be able to have the answer because it's just such a big question because it happened across the entire u.s That's and so also interesting. like I, it was sort of like before the 90s generation of parents like people just didn't talk to kids about sex at all and then i think mm. like kind of after that people started to talk about sex more because parents just saw that it didn't work to not talk about it. And then so now, like, yeah, it's so weird. Um, 
And, like, obviously now there's also more sex ed, even though, like, it's still, there's still, like, huge gaps. Um, but, yeah, we don't really know why. But there's less pregnant teens in the U.S., which is nice. It's not true Yay. in other parts of the world. And one thing Issa and I had talked about was that, like, it felt fashionable at this time for there to be teen pregnancy um, stories mm-hmm. and movies. Adrian, do you remember the pregnancy pact? No. I remember okay. apparently that uh, it's a familiar phrase, but I... Okay, there was like a supposed pregnant pregnancy pact at the school, and I think it's basically not true. Our school? It just so happened that like... No, no, no. 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 Um, some other school. In um, Massachusetts, right, it said? Yeah, and I don't think it was actually even real, but there was a movie about it that came out, oh. and the movie suggested that all of these young women were like, we're all going to go get pregnant at the same time. But, to, um, like, raise their kids communally, basically. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was more of a trendy topic, and now I maybe... I don't know. I think people... It's not as common. The, the teen pregnancy rate did spike in the 90s. And so, like, mm-hmm. I think people were, like, panicking because they were, like, right. nothing we're doing is working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Teen Mom and stuff like that were, like, doing well on the air. Um, but, yeah, shout out to my friend Melly online for, like, talking to me a bunch about this. Also, she said that some girls in her school, like, a handful of girls in her school, like, did the pregnancy pact. What? like they raised their kids together or i don't know i mean actually i don't know if they communal like i don't know if they followed through but they said they were gonna all get pregnant as teenagers and raise their kids together yeah it's wild it's wild um that is insane to me because pregnancy scares me like physically like the physical act of getting pregnant is one of the most terrifying things i can think of anyway we should answer three questions now that we've come to the end Okay, um, Adrian, and you can answer first, and then Jane. Um, first, is this show good or bad? It's bad. <laughs> Jane, thank you. I agree. It's, it's bad. bad. I feel like we've covered we've we've covered all of the reasons why. Just not a lot of not a lot of substance, stereotypes, bad acting, bad dialogue, unrealistic, questionable point of view. Soap opera. Would you Would you watch another episode or continue the season? probably not i mean definitely not because like it was any in any way like enjoyable like even as a guilty sort of watching thing the only curiosity i have is like do we ever get to watch anyone play an instrument (laughs) yes same same do we i want to see ricky be the percussionist in the yeah let's see this drummer in action um yeah or just like I, I guess I'd be interested to see if the perspective on sex ever changes. Um, right. But I don't think I could sit through it to find out. Yeah, I definitely can't watch it again or any more of it. I accidentally read a spoiler from like season four that did like blow my mind so i might have to go like tell read us the, after the record i will uh, i might have spoiler. to just go quickly like read the read the plot yeah, maybe i'll do that too it feels like one of those shows based on that spoiler it feels like one of those shows where it just mashes the same characters together for seven years even though you would expect that they would find other friends and so because of that i'm i am curious um i agree i would not watch it although I'm going to say, I think if I were 16, I may have put it on. 
Interesting. As like a soap opera to mm. watch, you know, like specifically knowing it's like bad. But like because I was thinking a lot about like whether I was going to wait until marriage or not. God, mm-hmm. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Okay. What type of teen is this movie for? Um, I think it's for teens who... Oh my God, show, not movie. Sorry. Oh, I think it's for teens who like unironically watched ABC Family at that time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's possible now that you mention it, like if I, well, I guess I, I didn't watch it when I was a teen. I never like got interested enough. So maybe not for me, but yes, unironic ABC Family watchers. That's a good answer. I honestly, it's challenging to think of a teen currently who would watch the show um, back then, I would say good answer, Adrian, and also like a sheltered teen. Maybe now a really, really sheltered teen mm. could get into this, but it is hard to think of like ugh, that these TikTokers um, settling <laughs> down for an episode of the Secret Life of the American Teenager. They exist, maybe. Uh, they should do a remake, and it should just be like updated. <laughs> <laughs> like she should still I mean I guess Juno then sort of took the throne mm-hmm. of like teen pregnancy narrative and is so much better than this oh, it's incredible I love uh, <laughs> so yeah maybe just have them watch that wow I guess I'm saying like no one should watch <laughs> no no I think I still like maintain that like maybe in 2008 like a sheltered teen or somebody like me who's like having trouble wrestling through stuff should have watched it. But I don't know if I would think it's like that good to watch now. Um, And like, I don't mean that like the show is necessarily going to impart good or bad lessons. I just think like sometimes these questions, um, if you're wrestling with like questions about sex, it just helps to like see characters talking about it. Cause then you can be like, Mm -hmm. I agree with them or I don't agree with them. And that helps you Mm -hmm. at least like it helped me as a kid. So Mm -hmm. Um, but you can watch like Sex Education on Netflix, which is a fun show and has cool, cool actors. <laughs> um, okay, what do we are have to you... answer whether we like it or no? We decided we took it out. <laughs> okay. Also, okay. Sorry. I think it's pretty clear like, in this case. I feel like yeah. it's clear in this case that we didn't. <laughs> I just want for for those. I know there are a lot of listeners who are sort of like writing down everything. You know everything we say. I want them to know that we didn't like it. Um, I will say that like it was cool to watch Shailene this young. Like, um, and she's I think, gotten like, better. She's gotten better, but I think I can see that like she's better than the other people in it. Maybe, maybe that's me like with being biased. But I feel like she's better than the other actors in it. I think the only moments yeah. I felt something were her. She definitely shows promise, which is why it sucks that she doesn't get to do anything. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, like, a lot of the reviews that slammed this show also, like, said, like, Shailene, like, helps at least it not be as bad as it could be, which is great. Um, What are you all watching these days that's not this? Um, (laughs) I have two main shows on rotation right now, and they are um, The Simpsons. Like, um, Wow. Season... we, We started with season four and we'll probably stop after like season eight um and wow uh we recently discovered that um 
every season of America's Next Top Model is on Amazon Prime. So totally. we started from season two, and it's really, really bad. But <laughs> I watched all of those. That I watched like fun. seven seasons of that live. It's really and fun. It ruined me, to be honest. <laughs> I remember not, you watching I'm it. I'm not kidding. And I, I, I truly think that that show, like, I can credit a lot of, like, a lot oh, of no. trouble in my life to that show. I'm not oh, no. It's crazy. Like, the the models that they call plus size are, like, it's oh, insane. It's insane who they say Fire is, like, bigger. needs sedation. She, <laughs> yeah, and her, like, I, I remember, like, this, so this is something that I would watch, like, in high school, like, on a sick day. I loved watching it when I was homesick. And, like, <laughs> but now that I, now that I'm older, well, okay, I have a few takeaways. The first one is that, like, everyone looks terrible. No one is really, like, actually pretty, which I know mm-hmm. is part of, like, the high fashion thing. Like, you can be strange looking. Yeah, yeah. But strange looking. they're all very weird looking. None of them dress well. I know that's partially, like, because it was, like, 2002. But they all look so strange. And they're all so unintelligent. And it's, like, kind of painful to watch. painful, yeah. But I'm really enjoying watching it also. Especially, like, the judging scenes when Tyra's, like, Ten beautiful ladies stand before me. (laughs) I only have nine photos in my hands. <laughs> oh my god, you're making me want to watch it. Also, I think, yeah, I they're think they're so young. These women are so, so young. Yes. I think I also just liked to like have the satisfaction of seeing the pictures come out and being like, yeah, I think that one's good or that one's bad. Yes, and, like, <laughs> yes. that's and, like, definitely the best she, part. Like, affirms you like that is the best part when you're like, yeah, I could, I know what I'm looking for. Yeah, <laughs> but so stupid. also like watching yeah. it now, I have a much like clearer sense that like it is so much like a reality TV show and they're really like leading us to every single conclusion that they want us to have. Yeah. 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 There's always like foreshadowing in reality TV. That's not how life works. (laughs) And also like modeling. Now this is America's next top model podcast. Um, modeling like was out of style when the show started. Like, yeah, there was sort of a, a big model push in like early nineties, I feel like. And then, the celebrity actor, actress, like they became the face of most brands. And now we're sort of seeing a resurgence, resurgence in models, but like Instagram models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was almost like out of date by the time it totally, totally a thing. Anyway, what are sorry. you watching, okay. Jane? Um, I watched two Carrie Mulligan movies, yes. uh, far from the Madden crowd, <gasps> which was amazing. And also I rewatched, um, never let me go. <gasps> Yeah, and I don't like that one. I'm gonna write a blog post, and I also watched Birds of Prey, and I finally started watching Search Party. And oh, it rocks! Cool. Yeah, I want to watch it. I finally got HBO Max. I loved the book Never Let Me Go, and so I was disappointed by the movie, even though that was like that was like still when Andrew Garfield was like super in. I didn't <laughs> like the book either. Oh, okay. It then, just didn't work. Then, for then me, you wouldn't. That story. Yeah, then you wouldn't. Then that makes more sense to me that you also didn't like it. But I, I loved the yeah. book and like. I also just, that was the start of everything being very washed out, like the colors mm. in movies, and I didn't like it. Also, they're all white in that movie. Um, I, what am I watching? I'm watching The Society, thanks to Jane. I'm finally making my way through. 
Um, it's a good one. It's my like one that I'm having on, like you know, that I don't have to wait for, which is nice. I haven't I haven't watched a lot of TV this week. It's been really busy, but um, I'm also still watching WandaVision with a lot of other people and still um watching youtube videos about the witcher because i miss this the show <laughs> i literally like watched henry cavill interviews now it's I'm, i have a problem <laughs> i just it's not a problem uh, okay um <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'm happy to be celebrating shailene woodley month thank you jane for the idea and thank you adrian for doing for kicking it off with us doing the first her debut with us <laughs> Thanks for having me. It was really fun. Do you have... Yeah, it was great having you. And actually, it's it makes sense that you helped us out on this episode now that all that music stuff was involved. Totally. So I'm totally glad we had you around. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Well, I don't know. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a nobody these days in the absence of live music. Um, but listeners can follow me on Twitter if they want. Unless... You're my mom, in which case I don't want you to follow me. <laughs> um, but my handle is at toenail rodent, which is an yep. uh, unappealing anagram of my name. Oh, that's why I my boyfriend Walter that. has an anagram of his name as his Twitter handle. Right, Adrian right. inspired him. Aww, cute. I didn't realize that was. I didn't realize that's where it was. I just thought that was something funny that you made up. <laughs> Um, that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Do not forget to rate and leave a review, especially if you have thoughts about Shailene Woodley this month. And please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Okay, see you next time. Under, Under the, the Bleachers. bleachers.